Hey friends, welcome to Let's Be Clear. I am Clear Cherry Reeves and this is a podcast where we get clear, pun intended, about how to find a kingdom perspective in all things. No, really, all things. Whether it be about pursuing your dreams, finding hope and hardship, or just talking about Jesus, we will get raw and honest. I believe it will encourage you. Now, let's dig in. Happy Monday, friends. I hope y'all are having a great week, and I hope y'all bob your heads to that for intro. I I seriously always do it even when I'm recording, and I'm like, clear, you are alone. Anyway, welcome to the third episode of Let's Be Clear. I am so pumped you guys are here. Um, Last week, we talked about the power and necessity of being kind and how it heals both us and the receiver. And this week, we are talking all about position. Where does God have us? What is he doing? What are we being positioned for? What does position even mean? Like what comes to our mind? But before we get started, let's get focused. You are probably used to this if you've been listening to previous episodes, but if not, you will get the hang of it. We are going to focus um, and just kind of prepare ourselves to actually hear the Lord amidst all the craziness going on, okay? So F, fix your eyes on Jesus. O, open your heart to receive. C, calm your mind. U, unplug from distractions, except this podcast. S, saturate your soul in him. Okay, so now that we're focused, this week, like I said, we're going to be talking about position. Like where does God have us and how are we being positioned or what is our position? When you think of this word, what usually comes to your mind? Like when I first said it, what immediately jumped? Do you think about what you do in a place, a job, or any kind of atmosphere? Do you think of your position in line? Do you think of your current life circumstance, as in how you are positioned and what you are going towards? Um, When I was really reflecting on this word and thinking through it, I feel like so many of us see position as the label we receive or the role that we fill in a place. Like what, okay, you work at this place. Well, what is your position there? Um... And because of this, I think we inherently attach a hierarchy to this word or a totem pole, maybe for lack of better terms, or maybe it's the best term, actually, you know, like they say the low man on the totem pole. But for the sake of being able to visualize this, like, I think that's how often we see position. And because of that, we see that hierarchy attached to it. It's often how much, or we often associate it with value, right? I know so many of us have heard the story of David and Goliath, okay? And so don't just cut me off and assume that you know what I'm going to say about it because I think there's something really unique that will really encourage us wherever we're at. We're going to give it like a new twist on it. So David, he was obviously the youngest of his brothers, and he held the position or the role of shepherd, Okay, which means that he tended to the sheep and he protected the sheep. His brothers, however, were soldiers and they were at war. Well, one day, David's father asked David to take food to his brothers. So essentially like Uber Eats, right? Or every other food service in America, because thank you, COVID. Where David then sees the Israelites are petrified of this giant Philistine soldier, Goliath, right? Well, then David sees this and he immediately, his mind goes, bingo. Okay, I'm in the perfect position to fight this guy. It says in 1 Samuel how David said he had been prepared to fight 
because while protecting his sheep in the fields, he had clubbed lions and tigers. You'll see where I'm going with this case, so hang on. So David carries forth, he takes his slingshot and a stone, and he kills Goliath. Okay, so he was just a shepherd. He takes brother his food or food to his brothers, and then he is the hero of the story. Now, would David have ever had the opportunity to defeat Goliath if he would have resented his position as a shepherd and not even been sent to the fields? No. It was his position as a shepherd that trained him for war and gave him the courage. You guys, David didn't even see it. We always see this Bible story as a story of courage. But for David, it was just, oh, I'm, I've been prepared for this. I'm positioned to take down this giant. Are you kidding me? I've killed lions and, and tigers. This is nothing. And this reminds me of two really big things. One, it's that our current position is always God positioning us for greater things. David didn't know what was coming down the pipeline, but David had a heart for God. And he knew that if he was tending with excellence to the position that he was given, that God was preparing him for something greater. And the other thing is that the world does not always recognize the importance of our position, but they do not determine our value, right? If we let the world tell us if our position is important, then we will spend our lives striving. Personally, I feel like I really like to be able to claim a position, if I'm being totally honest. It seems like I want one that seems important. You know what I mean. It makes me feel significant wherever I am, both to myself and those that I'm around. But the thing about position is it's determined through the hierarchy like we are talking about. And it teaches us to immediately associate significance with status instead of serving. I'm going to say that again. When we allow position, that hierarchy of it, that teaches us to immediately associate significance with status instead of with serving. Status sounds so much more sexy, let's be honest, than serving. But the Lord tells us over and over and over again that the quickest way to a richest, the, the richest life is through servitude. That's literally what we were created for. And that's what he came to do. He set the best example of that for us, right? Now, does this mean that like we should not have goals and work to better ourselves where we are? Absolutely not. Okay, don't go too far. You know what I'm saying. But when we see things through the eyes of Jesus, we can see that every position is significant. Every season is important. And God's placement is always perfect. You see, the thing about like the world's definition of position is that you can see it. Like you can put it on a name tag. You can put it on a business card. You can put it in your Facebook profile. You can mention it in conversation. You can use it to prop yourself up. But it's way harder to see when we are being positioned by God. However, being positioned by God will always increase and multiply and enhance our fulfillment far more than when we find our position in the world. Because you guys, like our position as sons and daughters of the king ensures that he will position us exactly where we need to be to prepare us for what he wants us to do. You know, if I'm being honest, I struggle sometimes with this word 
because like I said, I crave the position that the world sees and appreciates. I know I've mentioned it before, but you know, um, being an entrepreneur and owning my own company, I love it, yes, but it is hard when there really isn't a position like you're reaching for. Like sometimes you just wonder if you're being totally aimless, right? Because I can't really say I got a promotion unless I give it to myself, which is totally fine. But, you know, then I was just thinking about like position on a chart. And I was thinking, you know, do I want the new devotional to take the number one position on the Amazon charts? Sure. Do I sometimes forget what God has done? When I begin to compare my position in the marketplace and like what I do and those who are similar to me? Yes. But these are human desires and God isn't surprised by them. He just allows our hearts to be humbled so we can remember our greatest position is his child. I love Psalm 25, 3. And it tells us that if we hope in him, we will not be put to shame. We can and we should trust that God never wastes a position we are in and that he is always positioning us for greatness. And, you know, this is a really easy thing. Like all these things that I'm saying, I think this is really easy when things are going great, right? You're like, clear, yeah, sure. Just got this permission at work. That sounds super awesome. Yeah, all about all that stuff that you just said. But when it gets really difficult or you are the low man on the totem pole or you are given, you just want to throw in the towel because you are the one wiping up the water on the floor. You are in that position where you just feel like you can't catch a break or you're like, Lord, I know I I do trust you. I really do. But I'm struggling here in this place, in this current season I'm in to know what you're doing. And, And I think he gets that, you guys. I really, really do. And I think that a lot of times... When it comes to um, position, I think there are some things that, that we can do practically to help refocus our eyes and remember that we are being positioned by the King of Kings. And so I'm going to share some of those. Like, what are some practical ways that we can greater our trust in the Lord and the position that we are currently in? One, I think that we can do is we can ask God for a greater vision of what he has for us. He wants to open our eyes. Like, I think this kind of approach shows that we are expecting God to show up. We're not like, God, where are you? I don't understand. You're going, God, I know you're at work. I know your fingerprints are everywhere. I know that even though you may not have answered this prayer or my deliverance hasn't come or this hasn't happened or whatever it is, I know you're at work. So can you open my eyes? Can you give me insight and wisdom into what you are doing? I know you're not going to tell me the specifics, but Lord, give me faith. Increase my faith. Remind me that I can trust you. Another thing that I think we can do is we can praise him now. You guys, praise him now. Because when we begin to speak life, we are actively choosing to believe in the goodness of God. Not when it happens, not waiting until it comes to pass to say, yes, God, I believe you, I trust you. Because duh, that's easy. No, faith Faith says, I'm going to praise him before, I'm going to praise him in the midst, and I'm going to praise him after because he is who he says he is. And honestly, I've seen it in my own life that a thankful heart is often the fuel that I need and I think we need to keep walking forward, even when it feels hard or heavy. You know, I think about our Instagram profiles, and that always sounds silly to mention, but guys, that's the world that we're in. And You probably might have even heard about this podcast through Instagram, right? 
But on those profiles, how often we put our position in our bio. Like maybe the fact that we know people by what is in their bio is teaching us to define ourselves and others by those standards. Like if David had Instagram, I mean, super long shot, obviously. Um, I, ju- I just was thinking about bi- those Bible characters and like, what, what would their Instagram profiles say? His bio would have said shepherd, right? And it wouldn't have been expected that he would be the hero in the war story. But that is so like God. Because in God's dictionary, he often flips the script. David held the position as a faithful shepherd of his flock, and he was being positioned to become one of the greatest warriors of all time. I mean, he's often the marker of courage that we use, right? We always think of David in that way, and yet he was a shepherd. And I just think about, you know, would anybody have expected that? Another thing that I think we can do is, you know, keeping a kingdom perspective. I think that really is the key to unlocking the potential in our in our current position is by keeping that kingdom perspective. Because if you let the world label you or define what's important to you, you will continue to strive. I mean, it's just no shock. You will continue to strive and you will feel depleted and you will feel disappointed. So can I ask like, you know, maybe pause even this podcast and just think about it for a moment, like reflect. How do you see your current position? Are you begging for the next step or are you trusting God is preparing you for what he has in store? Another thing I think that we can do is that we can reflect on our lives and surveys survey the way or the ways really, because there's so many, that God has connected the dots and opened the doors and let that be our encouragement. It's like with Abraham, when he built altars, so he could look back and say, I may be struggling where I'm at right now, but I'm going to look back and I'm going to remember that he's never left me or forsaken me. He has always taken care of me and he is who he says he is. So when what I see doesn't match up with what I believe, I will remember that he is often doing 10,000 things I am unaware of and that he is always working on my behalf, right? You know, looking at my own life, it's almost wild how God has so perfectly used what I've been through and my work experiences, the mistakes I've made. Honestly, mostly the mistakes, the brokenness. He has used all of that. And it's been instrumental in my current, it is why I am where I am. And I think it'll just be even more prevalent and more important in where I'm headed. I think another thing that we can do is to show up well and the position that we're in. Like we said earlier, to steward it with excellence, to remember David. He wasn't resentful that his brothers were getting to be warriors or that he had to clean up after the livestock. He diligently showed up in the position he was in. And when his father asked him to take food to his brothers, he humbly responded. And when he arrived, he was able to recognize that God had been positioning him for exactly that moment. And why? Because he trusted God. He The thing about God is that he can connect us with any place and any person at any moment and open any door wide open, truly. However, his ultimate priority is the position of our hearts. Are we seeking him? 
But with Jesus, you guys, he turns what seems pointless in our lives, those times and those moments where we are just like, Lord, I just want to escape this. We want to go around it. And he says, no, I want you to walk through it. And it is often those times and those experiences that we want to wish away that he turns into pivotal markers for how we become the people that he wants us to be and walk into the promised land that he has for us. Don't believe the lie that where you are right now is not important or that where you are now is the make of your identity. So every week in the devotional, there's a focus tip. And I want to share it with you guys because I love how it's very practical. And I really think that a lot of times we really need that like thing we can hold on to, right? The thing that we can do because we love lists. So this is something that you can practically do in your life to apply this word position. Pay attention to where God has placed you in your workplace, your family, your community, your friendships. Think through the many reasons he put you in this exact position. Look at your surroundings. Your position is not an accident. And before we finish up with the Monday prayer, I want to humbly ask you guys to subscribe if you haven't already and leave a review if you enjoyed it. This podcast is truly one of my favorite ways to serve you guys. I wish that I was doing like a video because you would think I have a million friends in here because I'm so happy. <laughs> but I feel like you guys are here just virtually, right? Anyway, now we are going to close up with the Monday prayer, um, or really prayer for any day. But if you can close your eyes, close them. If you're behind the wheel or whatever you're doing, you can raise your hands, however you want to do it. We're going to close up. Hey, Jesus, thank you for the gift of another Monday. New mercies arose with the sun, and I breathed in your goodness. Thank you for the clean slate and open canvas you provide each day. Will you illuminate the possibility in my present so that I don't miss an ounce of what you are doing? Thank you for entrusting me with the relationships, resources, and role you have given me. I know that every step I take, you are preparing me for what's ahead. When I start to get consumed by comparison or stuck in society's standards of what is significant, fasten my eyes back on you. There is no place, person, or promise that is small, lacking, or insignificant in your kingdom. You use the weak to shame the strong and the brokenness to highlight your perfection. All is well in you. With you at my right hand, the pointless turns into pivotal as you open doors, clear the pathway, and develop perseverance in me. Teach me to give great value to serving others, knowing that a word, deed, or prayer done in your name is never wasted. Come on, that's good. All right, guys. Oh, wait, in Jesus' name, amen. Did I say amen? Oh, well, you know I'm, I'm really actually praying, so I was just going, yes, Lord, that's good, amen. Anyway, you guys, I hope you have a great week. I'm so thankful you joined me. Um, and we will see you again next Monday. I hope you'll have a great week and remember that you are being positioned for great and mighty things. You are loved. Have an awesome week.